0: This is Faith in Action, the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a production of Catholic Radio Indy. Now here's today's program. This is Faith in Action on Catholic Radio. I'm Jim Ganley, and our co-host from home is Bridget Ayer. Yeah. And Bridget uh, is home because a family member may have been exposed to the virus, so et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We all know the drill. Uh, But, uh, Bridget, I I found a song that I want to play for you uh, just uh, so you know we're thinking about you.
1: Coronavirus, mm, it'll put you to rest. Coronavirus, uh, please take your test. Coronavirus, oh man, it's a mess. Coronavirus is as scary as can be. And if we're going to win, it's going to be up to you and me. <laughs> okay, well,
0: anyhow. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted yeah. to share that with he, you.
2: Yeah, Jim emailed me that uh, just a couple days ago, just kind of a, as a joke, and he wanted to kind of razz <laughs> me. So, why not? You know, and actually, that's kind of cool because it really, it somewhat does fit in with our topic today, which is um, it's going to be about fostering discipleship through an initiative called the Innovative Challenge which culminates in an event called Demo Day, and that is um, Saturday, August 29th. So when, when, depending on when you hear this, it might be this day or it might be earlier in the week. But um, our guest today is Jason Shanks. He is, the, he is from um, the OSB Institute, and he serves as president there. So welcome to Faith in Action, Jason.
1: Oh, great. It's so good to be with you and Jim. Thanks so much.
2: And why I thought that was that that coronavirus kind of um, artsy song that you played was kind of relevant to our topic today is because it's really um, this demo day is about um, getting Catholic artists and creators and people that are, um, I guess, innovators to share their, um, I guess, craft or skill or innovation to help evangelize. So that's why I thought that was kind of cool. But let's go let's go back. Um, tell us a little bit about, people probably know what OSV is. They've heard of Our Sunday Visitor, but they may not be familiar with OSV Institute. So Jason, could you tell us what the Institute is, maybe how long it's been around, and the mission?
1: Yeah, so it's one of the best kept secrets of OSV. So as you said, most people understand our Sunday Visitor started 106 years ago wow. in 1912 with a with a newspaper called Our Sunday Visitor, uh, innovative in its own right at the time. And through many years, uh, OSB has produced books, pamphlets, services for parishes, dioceses, financial stewardship resources, a variety of things. But what people don't really know is shoot after he started that paper in 1912, He started granting money, money that was produced from it, to activities within the church. And thus was born the OSV Institute, which is like the corporate giving arm of our Sunday visitors. So OSV generates, it's a nonprofit that generates revenue when people buy products and services. And then money is given away in the form, traditionally in the form of grants. In that time period, they've given away about $85 million to projects in uh, the church, nonprofit apostolates, Diocese parishes, and just recently uh, we are refocusing some of our attention to try to be a greater catalyst for more innovative projects and ideas within the church.
2: So that leads me right into um, my next question, which is um, on October 29, 2020, is the first ever Innovative Challenge um, Demo Day. So talk about this and how that came to be and maybe what it is.
1: Yeah, it's August 29th. Uh, I think you might have said October, but August 29th uh, is Uh, uh, is the dinner day. Uh, And uh, so what it is is, so What we we basically saw a need, and we feel that the need of the Church is, as John Paul II talks about, the new evangelization, new in order, new in expression, and new in method. Uh, We really are trying to find those most innovative method ideas to put our faith in action, right? And so this isn't just for the mountaintop uh, geniuses who come down with a new idea. This is a really it's, it's the innovator in all of us to think about how can we reach new cultures and people. So we established this innovation, Innovative Challenge uh, that has three $100,000 prizes attached to it, and we got about 350 ideas. Some of those ideas just were sort of napkin ideas, right? I have an idea. Let's see about it. And through a whole process, We've we've narrowed it down to twelve finalists, and as you said, those twelve finalists are doing what you would see in Silicon Valley, the a Demo Day. They're going to make pitches where they're going to do about eight minutes pitch of their idea, and in theory, we're going to have people there that are going to invest in those ideas. We will decide which three, sort of like Shark Tank, uh, which three get get uh, hopefully will be a lot nicer than some of them on Shark Tank, but which of them will win the prize? And then anyone can join us on August 29th. You might want to come and be inspired. You might want to come and think about, i, I got this idea that I want, to, I want to submit at the next round. Uh, and so come and join us August 29th. It's, uh, you can go to osvchallenge.com to learn more and to register.
0: Now, is this the first ever demo day as such?
1: Yeah, you, obviously you, you, you see demo days uh, in these pitch presentations a lot in uh, venture capital businesses, uh, uh, startup organizations like Y Combinator. Even our partner at Notre Dame, uh, we're working with Innovation Park. They do these type of demo days for their students. But this is, this is, to my knowledge, one of the first, if not the first, that's sort of Catholic-oriented, related to ministry, arts, media, software, uh, you know, entrepreneurial projects, specifically for the new evangelization. So we're... We're quite excited, and in a certain sense, it's, it's innovative itself that we're even doing this, but we're, we're, we are uh, excited about the game-changing ideas that we, that are in this twelve, and even more excited about the people who are, who are doing them.
0: What were some of the more unusual entries that you had, the demos that people sent you that maybe aren't the finalists, but uh, r- really were creative or, or clever?
2: Are you able well, to give us... A- I'll get that
1: information? Imagine, yeah, there was some really. So there was some that obviously didn't make it, but I thought was really clever. were really interesting. as an example. Uh, there was someone who wanted to do evangelization within Texas uh, using country music, and you don't see many Catholic country music artists. I thought, wow, this is really <laughs> this is really intriguing or interesting. Uh, we're up here in Indiana, as you are, and so I thought, well, that was that was clever. You know, using that the space. There was. Uh, A lot of people who had sort of off-the-wall ideas that maybe weren't fully developed or didn't have sort of a rationale for, but uh, we narrowed it through those. We narrowed through those pretty quickly and and landed on 12 that we think are really sort of exciting and game-changing. And and it was hard. It was hard even getting to the 12 because so many good ones, and as we had to narrow from 350 to 12 and now to 3, there's a lot of people that are doing a lot of good things that quote-unquote, won't win the prize?
2: So on August 29th, um, that was um, initially going to be um, an in-person event at Notre Dame for the demo, correct? And, and that's that's the way it's going to be, hopefully, in the future after we get past the virus, right? Um,
1: so yeah, so uh, like everything, we've had to pivot because of the <laughs> virus, and now it's a, it's a complete virtual event and people could uh, participate virtually. But originally it was going to be a live event um, that we were still going to offer online, but there was a live component. So we definitely had to pivot and change there.
2: So, Jason, I want to talk a little bit about um, about your background and how you happened to come to work for the Institute.
1: Yeah, so I tell you, uh, God... Uh, has a crazy way of uh, of taking a hold of people's lives, and in my case, I wasn't even Catholic uh, when I was a kid, and so I'm one of those converts to the church that you know discovered the church to my amazement and uh, and maybe kicking and screaming, as Kevin Lowry says, is another convert, uh, and uh, I did that in college, and so uh, it's always very humbling to to think about how God is using me now. So from becoming a convert, I eventually uh, started working for a parish where I did a lot of the ministries, did a lot of the... uh, I was sort of a jack-of-all-trades there. Did ministry, did business administration, did a little of everything. From there, I went and worked at the Diocese of Toledo. So I had diocesan experience uh, working in evangelization. And then before this, I worked as the CEO of Catholic Charities of Detroit. So what's really interesting about that for me is I really got to see all facets of church, uh, as well as even in uh, college, before I was Catholic, I did a lot of work with what you guys are called Faith in Action. I I had an organization called Ideas in Action. And so it's really full circle for me to do this work now at the Institute when the Institute really wanted to re-envision who it was and what it was about. And I was brought on about three years ago to do that work. And this innovation challenge, I think, is just, frankly, right up the alley and, frankly, what we what we need. I mean, some of the reasons we even have, we, we, we saw the need was, after going through parish, diocese, uh, charities. I realized that a lot of people who are applying for our grant were doing the same ideas that I started doing or we were doing 20, 30 years ago. And so I thought, man, we, there's got to be some new strategies here, some new methods. And we're sort of putting the carrot out there with some, Surprise to try to spur people's thinking on how do we, re, you know, for every one Catholic that enters the church, six are leaving.
2: So mm-hmm. we
1: have to put our faith in action. It's imperative, and it, there's a huge need. And this innovation challenge is trying to say, how do we find the best innovators with the best ideas, with things that are actually working, that we can, we can bring people to Christ in his church.
2: So I want to ask you, Jason, um, what was the process, or what is the process, of how you sought applicants and how people could find out about this. I mean, how did you go about um, telling people about this or where can people find in the future how to get connected, whether if they... Because I'm sure we've got people that are listening today that not only want to watch Demo Day, but they want to be a participant or an applicant next time. So how, do they, how did you go about it and then how can people get connected for the future?
1: It's a great question. And we are probably, we are most definitely going to launch this again in January. So, in January, if you're the person out there that's got an idea or you're working on something, we want to hear from you. And you will simply have to go to osbchallenge.com. There you can uh, apply. Uh, it's pretty simple from the start. And as you go through a process, we provide mentoring, coaching, uh, there's different stages of development. So you can be a lot more mature in, your, in uh, where your idea is, or you can just start with a simple idea. And we take all covers. Uh, and, and what we realized, what which was interesting for us, is early on we thought about what is the best idea And then we realized we're not just about ideas. We're about forming the innovator. So as we got to the top 12, we uh, have spiritual formation for them. We've got entrepreneurial courses and classwork. We've got mentoring and coaching. So you're not alone. You don't just apply. We try to walk with you, if you will, to try to accelerate and develop your idea. OSV Challenge, January, uh, should, be the, should be the next one. Um, and for those who are also interested in being inspired, we, we're creating an innovation ecosystem. So what I mean by that is we want to form and, and, and encourage uh, these you know, people and their thinking ideas. So we've created sort of a TED Talk for Catholics. And that's uh-huh. at osbtalks.com. And so those are just like TED Talks, but the Catholic ones. And we just recently had a, a sister do an 18-minute TED Talk or, or an OSB Talk, which is pretty exciting as well. You can find all of that at osbtalks.com.
0: Now, are all of the uh, grants that you make done through these challenges, or do you uh, accept applications or invitations for grants throughout the year and make awards throughout the year?
1: Yeah, so traditionally the OSB Institute, if you go on osbinstitute.com, you could apply for a grant. You typically are a postulate or nonprofit uh, parish or diocese, and there's three areas of grant funding that's available uh, in the Hispanic, for Hispanic uh, initiatives, for parent and family, as well as uh, for the unaffiliated millennial. We've suspended those grants a little bit this year because of, of uh, economic downturn related to the the pandemic. And I think in the future, you may see the Institute going more in on the prizes of innovation because we think there's such a huge need that sort of underlines all these other initiatives.
2: Well, we need to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about what's going to happen on on August 29th, Demo Day, and we'll have uh, Jason walk us through what's going to happen. So stay tuned for
0: more Faith in Action. This is a one-minute announcement, so we're going to have to go fast. From September 1st through September 9th, we're going to have an online auction. You'll be able to bid as often as you want during that time at catholicradioindy.org. What kind of items will we have? Well, let's see if we can get them all in here
2: water bottles handbags
0: a double-decker houseboat rental
2: jewelry backpack
0: wine to drink
2: blankets hand-sewn baby quilt
0: dinners with local priests
2: baskets of goodies inner tubing down a river
0: a ride in an indie car around the indie track there's golfing at plum creek
2: a night stay at the hyatt regency and fishers
0: hand-painted pictures and wall hangings
2: knocker ball for four what, what? knocker ball for four Inner tubing from Anderson to Broad Ripple.
0: Rental of an off-road vehicle at Indy's Badlands.
2: Johnson's Tasty Barbecue. Teeth whitening.
0: Good books.
2: Coffee mugs. A bourbon basket.
0: Cruises on the largest boat in Indiana. Keep listening and visit CatholicRadioIndy.org for more details. That's CatholicRadioIndy.org. Welcome back to Faith in Action. I'm Bridget Ayer. Jim Ganley is in the
2: studio and we're talking with our guest, Jason Shanks. He is the president of of the OSB Institute, and we're talking about an upcoming event which is taking place on Saturday, August 29th, um, the Innovation Challenge and Demo Day. And Jim, you had a question.
0: Well, you were talking about uh, large sums of money that you give to very uh, worthwhile causes, and early on you mentioned a little bit about where the money comes from, and part of that is the uh, Our Sunday Visitor newspaper, which a lot of people... Are familiar with, but other than the newspaper itself, uh, where does the money come from?
1: So the money is all coming from the operations of OSC beyond the newspaper. They sell like thirty to forty different trade books a year. They have pamphlets. We have uh, vacation Bible school programs, curriculum for religious education. We do services. We're the leading off- uh, producers of offertory envelopes in of the world. So if you're giving it Sunday, most likely it's coming from OSB. Uh, we have online giving platforms. We do consulting for appeals, financial health of parishes, strategic planning. The list goes on and on, Jim, and all of those produce a revenue. The The unique thing about OSB is it, it's a social enterprise. It's a social entrepreneurship, if you will. So it's not being fundraised. It's being generated through the sales of these products and services. And then those those dollars are given away in the – things like the Innovation
0: Challenge. Okay, so a lot more than just the newspaper.
1: Correct. Yeah, oh, yeah.
2: And what's really interesting is that I I didn't know about any of this, and Jim and I are always uh, learning new things. (laughs) You know, we've been at this for a while, and we interview people all the time, but we're always learning about new, really exciting things, and this is definitely one of them. So, Jason, could you walk us through what's going to happen on Saturday, August 29th? Is is it an all-day event? And it's an all day virtual event. So tell us a little bit about what's going
1: to happen. I know there's what, 12 finalists? Yeah, so there'll be some breaks, of course, but it it pretty much is from 9 to, uh, say, 4. And they will present. They will present, each one of these finalists uh, will present for about 7 to 8 minutes. And then the judges, we've got five fantastic judges, uh, will ask them questions. So again, sort of think like Shark Tank. Uh, you, can, you can watch and be a part of all of that. Uh, and then uh, we'll take some breaks because virtual can get a little long uh, throughout. And then towards the end of the day, there will be um, uh, obviously the announcement of who of them want. If someone wants to invest or they want to donate, uh, we also have a special, a breakout room uh, for them to to talk virtually with people they may be interested in relate to these ideas. So it's not all about the prizes. It's all about people who may want to contribute or invest or partner with and be a part of uh, some of these ideas. So what we're hoping is is beyond just the three, we're creating lots of wins for those 12. And, uh, and again, you don't have to be an investor or a donor. You can come and just be curious and be inspired. Uh, You're most welcome. Everybody's welcome to be a part of it. I I would
0: imagine anybody that does would find some ideas that uh, maybe they could begin at their own parish or in some of their own circles and things like that. Uh, a lot of times you just need a little spark of that idea to to get you going.
1: And yeah, and I, I, think I think that's, I think that's a, lot, a good point. I mean, I think too often we think about sort of like the Moses coming down from the hill and this is the idea we're going to implement. And I really want to tell people that there's an innovative, creative element to all of us, right? We all loved coloring when we were kids. There's a part of us. That participate in that creative act of God Himself, and so you might have that idea. I would encourage you to you know start thinking about how do I how do I reach out to people in my own faith life, and how do I put it to your you guys' words, put it into action, and that's what really innovation is not just invention; it's taking great ideas and putting them into action.
0: Now you mentioned uh, you're going to be starting another challenge uh, in January of this year or January of next year. Correct? Time. Yes. And
1: what? Uh, 2021. Yes. 2021. Right. Correct.
0: And uh, what is somebody listening right now, maybe has a, an apostolate or a ministry of some sort that could really use some help? What? Where do they start? What do they do to get their hat in the ring, so to speak?
1: So, I mean, the mechanics, of course, are you go to the website and you fill out the form from our standpoint. But there probably is some steps even before that, right? Some prayer steps, some discernment steps. One of the things about being a Catholic innovator is going to the source of innovation himself. So I would encourage anyone, if you're thinking about applying, we've got some months here. Let's go down, let's start praying about your idea. Let's start asking the Holy Spirit. And then I think there are some uh, things you can start doing. I think one of the things we learned early on was people would have ideas, but they didn't know that someone else was already doing it they had an idea they didn't realize they didn't understand the market i always wanted to say you know a google search would help here right i just think it's simple i have an idea let me look out there and see if anybody's doing it so before you even get to the osc challenge website you might do a little homework on your idea and i don't think it's you know it's not rocket science again it's a search it's looking. and then if you find someone you might add, you might talk to them uh hey you have this idea can i learn more about what you're doing it may be different or maybe the same you might be able to partner with We learned with these 350, there was a lot of overlap in ideas. And so one of the things we tried to do was push people towards each other.
0: Does the idea have to be unique, something that nobody else is doing, or can it be something that other people are doing that uh, the group just needs funding to keep it going or to expand it?
1: So typically we want them to be innovative, but innovative doesn't mean completely unique. Sometimes the Catholic, in the Catholic Church, were the fast followers. So it could be something you see someone else doing in another uh, faith community or in the secular community. You're like, man, we can adapt this and make it more Catholic. So all of those ideas, I think, you know, uh, are, are worthy of consideration for the OSV challenge.
2: So one thing I wanted to get to, um, Jason, you had mentioned at the break when we were off the air that, you know, there were 350 ideas, but you saw some trends in that. We've got about four minutes left you want to talk about some of those trends and then also in the innovators, and then maybe give us some what we're we going to see on on demo day?
1: Yeah, okay, great. So 350 ideas, one of the things that uh, was a surprise was why they're innovative ideas, the, the needs that they're finding solutions for were not unique. A lot of them overlapped in terms of their needs. Let me give you one example for time consideration. We found a lot of ideas on coffee, Catholic coffee houses, Catholic co-working spaces, Catholic uh, creative art communities, and there was tons of these. And I thought, well, what's going on here? Why do we feel the need to all have all these sort of Catholic spaces? And what we, we analyzed and realized is they were getting at a larger need. And they feel they need community. They want to be together in doing the work of, the, uh, of ministry. So in some ways our parishes are not filling that void any longer, they're not filling that need, they're not the center of communal life. And so you really saw a lot of people wanting to, to create these communities. So I thought that was really interesting for us as we think about church and where we go from here. That's just one, and there were many other sort of trends or themes we thought. Your other question was, August 29th, who are some of these people? Uh, we have people that are going to be sharing uh, areas of software and tech, Areas of media, communications, like a, a Latino podcast network. Uh, we have film producers uh, I'm going to present. Family, domestic projects. So uh, prayer corners for homes to teaching parents, especially during COVID, how do we, be, how do, we do catechesis in the home. Uh, to ministry ideas like uh, a discernment house for young people, not only to discern whether they are have a vocation to the priesthood and married life, but what is their personal why? What's the personal vocation? We have one that's doing work with female athletes, Catholic female athletes. That, so the variety of things I think people will be interested in, and I think in, in every one of them is sort of game-changing in their own right. And that gives you a little sort of sample of, I think, who's going to be presented and, and what. Uh, and they vary from for-profit to non-profit. Uh, in terms of their structure.
0: Now, who does who does the judging on these? It's not a popularity contest. It's not a uh, an America's Got Talent type of thing. Who does the judging?
1: Yeah, we we early on in, in the future we may have like popular voting and all of that, especially since this virtual. We decided not to do that this year. The judges are uh, four of them are OSB board members, and the fifth uh, is uh, the CEO and founder of ODB Films. Uh, one name that you might be familiar with to your listeners, Carolyn Wu, is one of the judges. She was uh, at CRS for many years uh, and a uh, professor at Purdue and uh, at Notre Dame. She's one of the judges. The CEO of OSC is another one of the judges. So um, really pot notch people in their fields in their own right, but also have a connection to OSC as we give it out the prizes.
2: So what are you looking forward to? We only have, a, like, about a minute and a half left or so. What are you looking forward to most, or what, what's the process been like for you, I mean, as a as leader of this organization?
1: I have been touched, moved, and inspired. I, you know, we, we in the church, I feel like, sometimes play defense uh, related to different um, negative issues related to clergy or uh, child protection, uh, of course, with the pandemic, I think we have you know there's you know masses have been shot. I think this is a time, this is an event, this is a project that's exciting and is inspirational, and and the people themselves that these innovators, these Catholic innovators, I think will move your heart and they touch you. I remember I've i I've, I've I've had to be part of the selection process, given the twelve. There was a few times that I was tearing up during their pitches and. We need a little of this shot in the arm, don't we, as the church? And uh, and so I'm excited that people get to to see these beautiful people with these game-changing ideas that I think are really going to show people what faith in action looks like.
2: So, Jason, give us the date again and how people can connect.
1: So August 29th, that's a Saturday. Uh, Go to www.osbchallenge.com. There's the finalists are listed there. You can register uh, to be a part of the the day. All of that, all the information, OSBchallenge.com.
2: Well, we're all looking forward to tuning in and registering for that. Jason Shanks, president of OSD Institute. Thank you so much for being our guest today. We're looking forward to
1: checking this out. It's a real pleasure, thank you guys.
0: You've been listening to Faith in Action, the program that looks at how people put their faith into action in their everyday lives. Faith in Action is a presentation of Catholic Radio Indy. You can hear this episode of Faith in Action again or any past episode at catholicradioindy.org. If you have a suggestion for a guest or topic for a future program, please call us at 317-870-8400 or email Jim at catholicradioindy.org.